We ain't just listening to trap and Tuesdays for no reason. I ain't just coming here for no reason. I ain't just flying my team across the United States of America for no reason. I understand that there's a new movement and I just want to be a part of it. I don't got to be the leader. I don't got to be the, I, I ain't the captain of the yacht, but I'm on the boat. The more of us in the movement, we go from protesting to lobbying. The more of us in the movement, the more we get education to be the way we need it to be. The more of us in the movement, we can get the liquor stores out of our community. The more of us in the movement, we can start making sure our kids get properly educated. The more of us in the movement, we can stop trying to say the government ain't doing this, the school system ain't doing that. The more of us in the movement, we can do it. I need us to understand that it's a new movement that's going on and all of us play a vital role in the movement being impactful. That's what I need us to understand. What's good, what's good, what's good, family, man? It's your boy, the Wall Street Trapper, man. Welcome to episode 52, man. Listen, I know that this may seem normal, that you all tune into Trapping Tuesdays each and every week. But I want you to understand that this is not, this is not normal. This, this is prolific. Because for each and every week you come here, you dedicate. You dedicate yourself to, yo, I want to watch this show for three hours. You dedicate, I want to watch this show. I want to feed my mental. I want to feed my spiritual. I want to increase my net worth by tuning into this. I want to normalize investing. As a person who watches Trapping Tuesdays every week, I want you to understand that that is a part of you that is committed to the process of building wealth. You're not just watching this every week for fun. You're not just watching this every week to laugh and joke. You're watching this every week because in your mind, you have a vision of a life that you are preparing for. And the only way that we can prepare for that life, life is if we equip ourselves. So the word for the day I want you to put in your mind is, I'm equipped. I'm equipped. Because I promise if you do anything for 52 weeks in a row, you are building up that mental fortitude, that physical fortitude. You are building up whatever it takes to take you to the next level. So I don't want you to look at this as I'm just tuning into trapping tools every week to hit trap. Like you're subconsciously downloading something else in your spirit. I want you to understand that. Like, don't look at this as normal. Don't look at this as, oh, this is just something I do on Tuesdays. I want you to look at this as something that is moving the needle in your life. And, and sooner or later, what happens is the people around you, like, what are you doing every Tuesday? You start making room for this. You start saying, nah, fam, I can't, I gotta go watch Trap and Tuesdays. Nah, fam, I'm putting myself in position. Nah, fam, I can't entertain that. What happens is the normal now becomes a new norm, and the old norm you disassociate, you eradicate it. You eradicate it. In a world of 60-second and 90-second viral clips, you are dedicating yourself for three hours. I don't want you to look at that as normal. Something is changing in your life. 
it seems normal to you, but when you look from a, when you zoom out, the people around you are seeing a change. They see the change in your conversation. They see the change in what you want to look at. They see a change in what you want to listen to. I promise you what you're doing is not normal, so I want you to stop looking at it as it's normal. I want you to stop doing that. I want you to understand the mission that you want. Even for me, for me to come here for 52 weeks in a row and do this consistently, moving things around in my life to make sure I'm back home for trapping Tuesday, I want you to understand that we are family and together we moving as a cohesive unit. I want you to, we are doing this thing. We are looking at a new norm. We are a new movement. We are that. And even when you look outside of trapping Tuesdays and you may go somewhere else for some information, what happens is we all play a role in the bigger conglomerate of the culture building wealth. I want you to think about it like that. I want you to think about it like that. There has to be a shift when we think about what a revolution is. A revolution is when you are changing the, the current establishment. You are changing the current government. You are changing the current law because it doesn't benefit you and you decide to put a new law in place by force. That force could be you just saying, I'm not spending my dollar this way. I'm spending my dollar that way. I'm not thinking this way. I'm not thinking that my job is my protection. I'm thinking that I am my financial protection and I got to do all things necessary to protect myself. I'm talking about a new movement right here. So when you look at Trap and Tools, when you, when you asking me, Trap, I want to read this book. Trap, give me a book list. Trap, I just made some money. Trap, I just lost some money, but I'm still in the game. I want you to understand that you are not thinking like the normal people. I want you to put this under complete comprehension. I want you to embody this. I want you to take hold of it. I want you to understand that you are metamorphosizing. You are transforming. I want you to understand you're doing something, a new something that's happening inside of you, and it may feel like it's normal, but to the outside world, to the people who are looking at you, to the people who are being on you, they see the difference. Now, whether they tell you or not is a whole different story. I want you to understand that. I want you to, I want you to walk in that. I want you to walk in that. I want you to, I want you to understand there's consequences behind what you're doing. Some of those consequences may be new friendships. Some of those consequences may be old conversations got to go. Some of those consequences are a lifetime of freedom because that's what comes with building wealth. I need you to understand that you are on the precipice of something extremely new, something invigorating, something like an exodus that's going to change your life. I want you to get it. I want you to, I want you to walk into this. I want you to understand that you are transforming how you see money. I want you to, I don't, even though it's, it's, it's a new normal for you, I don't want you to, I don't want you to down, because we got a habit of down plan when we moving. We got a habit of down plan. Of like, no, I want you to be proud of the steps you taking. I want you to be proud of the $50 a week that you saving to invest. I want you to be proud of the first stock you bought. I want you to be proud of you opening up the custodial account. I want you to be proud of the fact that maybe one of your stocks didn't go the way that you want to go, but you ain't quit. 
I want you to be proud of the fact that maybe you made a trade that didn't go your way, but you say, you know what? That's part of the game. That's a whole new mindset that you're taking on. I'm telling you, I'm proud of you, but I want you to understand that we a new movement. I want you to understand that. There's a reason why we did stock market in the streets this past week. The reason was because we wanted to be at the forefront of the new movement. We wanted to be walking with the people in the new movement to get 200, 300, 150 people just less than 24 hours notice. That was checking the temperature of the culture. That was checking the temperature in the new in the community. That was us saying this is a new movement. But it ain't new. It's new to this era, but it's the blueprint of how the old leaders got stuff done. It's a new movement. It's a new movement. I want you to understand that, like, we don't have no prop. Like, we also understand that God is at the forefront. But at the back of that, we understand we got to get some money, too. Because the Bible says a, a good man leave an inheritance for his kids' kids. That inheritance is wealth. That inheritance is information. That inheritance is supposed to increase, not decrease. This is a new movement I'm talking about. We are normalizing something new. And I do not want you to downplay this like this ain't what's going on right here. I don't want you to do that. I want you to bear witness to what you being a part of. I want you to bear witness like when I look at Movies of like when I look at Dr. King and I see the people getting sprayed down, there was part of a movement. Everybody has a part when they walked across the bridge in Selma. When you look at everybody like, yo, that's a new movement. I want to be a part of that. When you saw the Panther stand in front of the Capitol in Frisco, yo, that's a new movement. I want to be a part of that. When you heard Malcolm say by any means necessary, that's a new movement. I want to be a part of that. So when you say if you allow them to feed you, you get them permission to starve me. That's a new movement. When we say Wall Street looks like us now, that's a new movement. We got to embody that. We embody that by how we think. We embody that by how we spend our money. We embody that by what we teach our kids. We embody that by what we the conversations we have between man and woman. We embody that on how we treat our elders. We embody that on the books we read. We embody that by what we let entertain us. We embody that by what we listen to. We embody that by the conversation. We embody that by the group text. It's a new movement in a new era, but the blueprint is the same. I need us to understand that. It's a new movement. Episode 52. The title is a new movement. I need us to under, I need us to take, I need us to take grasp of what that is. I, I, I understand that it, it looked like, oh, I just every Tuesday I do this, but you're not doing this just to listen to trap. I'm just the, at the forefront. I'm, I just got the information, but you are the one that's implementing the information. You the one that's taking the information and saying, this is what I'm investing. You the one taking the information saying, I'm about to open my account up right now. You the one taking the information saying, I'm about to open this account for my daughter or my son or my niece or my nephew. You the one saying, I'm not about to die working this job. You the one saying that I'm going to retire, not when they say I'm going to retire, but I'm going to retire 20 years earlier than that because I'm going to have my money right. You the one saying, I'm going to be a millionaire in five years and putting the, the, 
the steps in order. It's a new movement. And I need you to understand that you are part of this and you got a sole role in this. I want you to understand that you are part of the nucleus of this. I want you to understand you are vital. You are essential. You are pivotal to this movement being catastrophic. That's what I want you to understand. We ain't just listening to trap and Tuesdays for no reason. I ain't just coming here for no reason. I ain't just flying my team across the United States of America for no reason. I understand that there's a new movement and I just won't be a part of it. Whether I'm the leader, whether I'm whatever, I just won't be a part of it. I don't gotta be at, I don't got to be the leader. I don't got to be the, I, I ain't the captain of the yacht, but I'm on the boat. That's what I need you to understand. That's what I need, it's a new movement. And the more of us on the movement, the more that we can apply pressure to the current infrastructure. The more of us in the movement, we go from protesting to lobbying. The more of us in the movement, the more we get education to be the way we need it to be. The more of us in the movement, we can get the liquor stores out of our community. The more of us in the movement, we can get the check cards in places out of our community. The more of us in the movement, we can demand that police start policing us and stop running us like tyrants. The more of us in the movement, the more we can get healthcare companies to treat us right. The more of us in the movement, we can get fruits with seeds in them. The more of us in the movement, we can start operating different. The more of us in the movement, we can make them sell us stuff in our food that don't got red dye 40 in it. The more of us in the movement, we can start making sure our kids get properly educated. The more of us in the movement, we can stop trying to say the government ain't doing this, the school system ain't doing that. The more of us in the movement, we can do it. I need us to understand that it's a new movement that's going on and all of us play a vital role in the movement being impactful. That's what I need us to understand. That's what I need us to understand. That's what I need us to understand. It's a brand new movement. But the blueprint is the same. I stand here in front of you, not a perfect man. I stand here in front of you, a man that is learning how to be a leader. I stand in front of you saying, I am a man that is learning how to continuously learn. I am a man that is still a student of life. I am perfectly flawed, but I will 100% participate in the new movement, no matter what it look like. We can't let people continuously Tell us what's good, what's bad. We can't try to fight. We got to understand that there's more of us that have been programmed than, more, than us that have been awakened. So I need us to understand that we can't fight with the people that's programmed because we fighting a losing battle. What we got to do is we got to keep pushing forward so they can understand by result. So we can understand that, yo, this is what we need to be doing. So, we can, so they can understand I'm not on that. I'm, what happened was when they see an impactful demonstration, they don't have no choice but want to join. What do you think happened when the Panthers stood in front that that courtroom? People said, "Who is them? Who is that with them guns standing up to them police like that?" 
need to be a part of that. What do you think people said when they saw the, the nation of Islam marching and men getting cleaned up and women getting cleaned up? People say, I need to be a part of that. What do you think happened when all those people saw Martin Luther King walking up the street? People say, I need to be a part of that. What happens is we don't fight with the people that's being programmed. We show them a different way and we make them say, that's what I want to be. Not over here. We're not having them conversations. I don't want to listen to that music. We just saying it's a new movement and all of us have a role to play in order for it to be impactful. Episode 52 is called A New Movement. That's what it's called. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Like being in the streets. People don't understand. We in the streets. Nothing against nobody else because everybody has a pivotal role to play in the movement. Some people got to go talk to the billionaires so that they can open the door and get the information and come back. That's cool. Some of us got to be grassroots so we can do that. Malcolm couldn't go to the White House. He had to go to the United Nations, but Martin could. We got to understand that we all got a role to play in the movement. Fred Hampton ain't going to go talk to him because he wanted to be in the streets of Chicago linking up the Latin kings and the whites and the black. Everybody got a different role to play in the movement. So for me, as the Wall Street Trapper and my team and what we building is, yo, we gonna go in the parks. We don't care if it's 102 degrees in New Orleans. We don't care if it's 102 degrees in Houston. We don't care if it's 101 degrees in Dallas. We just gonna get some coolers and put some ice in it. And if somebody fall out, we're gonna get the ambulance. We're gonna make sure they're good. But we're gonna keep on pushing the message. We're gonna go to California. We don't care. We're gonna go to Atlanta. We, we don't care. It's a new movement and everybody got a role to play in this movement. I need us to understand that. I need us to understand that. Too long we have been, one, one of the greatest things that J. Edgar Hoover did was he understood that dividing conquer was the best way. He said Fred Hampton was the Messiah. He was the black Messiah. He's, we got to be rid of. He said, this man, Malcolm X, is more dangerous, the most dangerous man in America. We got to get rid of him. He said, Malu the King is showing that we are the animals that we are as the American goat. We got to get rid of him. So they understood that the greatest way was to keep us divided. Perspectives may be different. Yes. Ideologies may be different. Yes, but the overarching goal, the overarching goal is to get the people to reach, get the people to reach, taste, touch, feel, partake in financial freedom. That's the overarching goal. And I can say that for everybody. I can say that for everybody. So, so when you in my comments on the ground, we ain't taking no shots at nobody. When you want somebody else comments in the ground, stop saying we take, we on the same 
Wait, we won't do the same thing. This is financial literacy. We on the same agenda and it's to free and help bring exposure to the people. Now, the only thing I can do is vouch for myself and I can say because I was born and raised in the trenches, because I was a trench baby, I, I may understand a few more intricate details that everybody else may not understand. I just may understand a little bit more. I may have a little bit more compassion for the dope dealer. I may have a little bit more compassion for the stripper. I may have a little bit more compassion for the robber and the jacker only because I once walked there, but I feel in my heart, I can help, I speak the language to help move it. So we all got a role to play in the new movement. I need us to understand that. I need us to understand that. It is so important. It is, it, is so, it is so invigorating to see us move in the light that we are moving in. Less than 24 hours notice, we put out a tweet saying, yo, we pulling up, people was pulling up, 100, 200, 300. And Cali, we stayed to the dang on till it was dark. In Cali, we, in LA, we stayed till it was dark outside. The people ain't won't leave. And we spoke on all levels. No fluff in every city. It's a new movement we on, y'all. It's a new movement we on. We can, we can pinpoint so many problems in our culture, we can point out so many problems in our communities, but what I need each and every one of us is to understand is the solutions lie within us. We are the solution. We don't gotta look for the government. We don't gotta look for the president. We don't gotta look to the school system. We have the solutions. It's enough of us. We just gotta get on the same accord, y'all. We got to stop judging each other. We got to stop falling in line with the trends that America has set for us. We got to stop doing what America says is cool. We got to stop using the social media platforms to bring each other down. You feel me? We got to disregard. Somebody tell me something crazy, I'll be like, man, God bless you, fam. Because I, I don't want to partake in it. We got to start building up that skin. We got to start understanding. We don't get here alone. We get here collectively. We don't get to the promised land alone. We get there collectively. We can't walk. We can't walk around Jericho by Joshua ain't walk around Jericho by itself. He had to march with the army. When he blew the horn, he ain't blow the horn by himself. The army had to blow the horn that took the walls down. He wasn't enough by himself. He was just, a, he was the one with the instruction. Somebody amongst us got instructions, but together we got to walk around the walls. Together we got to blow the horn. Together we got to scream to bring it down. Together as we unite together, the, revo the financial revolution is not one person. It's a group of people that come together as a collective and say, we deserve better. We demand better. We will be better. And the people behind us will experience better. That's, that's how we get there. That's how we get there. It's a collective. It's a collective.
It's a group. Matter of fact, let me dig a little deeper. It's a community. It's a village. It's a tribe. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's, it's, it's a community. It's, it's a village of us. It's a village of us. Yes, we gonna disagree, but that don't mean we got to kill. Yes, we don't disagree, but that don't mean we got to slander. Yes, we gonna disagree, but that don't mean we got to go talk bad behind each other back. Because dividing and conquer has always been the main tool that separates us. Now, let me talk a little deeper about the leaders. Everything we do cannot be for money. Some stuff we got to do out of love. And if I'm being real with you, we got to do more stuff out of love than what we do for money. Yep. Yep. We got to do more stuff out of love than we do for money. If you're a leader, you got to sacrifice. If you're a leader, you got to put the people first. If you're a leader, you got to change your language to a group collective and not an individual. You got to change the I into we. You got to change the my into us. You got to change the you into our. You got to change some things around. You got to change some things around. It's a community. It's a community. Key word, come on unity. I like the phrase. Come on unity. That's what get us there. It's a new movement. It's a new movement. Chapter 2, episode 52, man. It's a new movement. Today, give me something, baby. Talk to me, partner. Talk to me. Let me hear something. Okay, Tony. Because we wanted to talk to the people. We wanted to feel the people. We wanted to let the people feel us. We wanted to shake hands. We wanted to hug the babies. We wanted to hug the single mothers. We wanted to hug the fathers. So many dudes came to me like Chapman fighting Charles, bro. But bro, you, you got me motivated. You got me inspired. I'm here for us. We all we got. So I'm announcing this tonight. Philly, tomorrow. We back at y'all. Tomorrow, Wednesday, Philly, y'all up next. 6.15, I'm going to drop the address today. Tomorrow, or tonight, 6.15, Philly. We at y'all. Tomorrow, be ready. After Philly, BMO. BMO, be ready. I need to see the wire. I need to see where the row houses was at. I need to see where Omar stuck. I need to see where Omar was chilling when they said, Omar, Omar. I need to see where Chris and Snoop was cooling at. I need to see the row houses. I, I need to see where Bubbles was at. I need to see. Philly, we up next. You up next, Philly. Be more, you after that. Y'all. 
before we go in a little further, I want y'all to do something for me. I want you to like this. I want you to subscribe to it. Let's get the likes up. We got 2,000 people in. Let's get the likes up. And we got a video from y'all from LA, man. Let's show what it look like. Excited, man. Episode 52, Trapping Tuesdays. Thank y'all so much, man. Listen, if you on this live right quick, man, come to the show. It's on YouTube right now, Trapping Tuesdays. We live. And when you get in the chat, say we here, Trap. It's 265 of y'all. Come holler at us, man. We love y'all. I'm going to catch y'all in the chat. Just say we here, Trap, in the chat. Let's go. I feel good. I feel good. I feel good. I ain't gonna lie, man. Before I say this, before I say this, before I say the, the mantra, I wanna open up with something. Before I say this mantra, I wanna, I wanna open up with, I wanna open up with something, man. There's a spirit of resiliency embedded in the DNA of the poor and the middle class, especially in the black community. There's a fire inside of us, man, that, that inspires to live, that aspires to live a certain life. But the America we live in, while it gives us so many hope and because we see the possibilities, it also strangles our aspirations because it chastises us more than it nurtures us. It locks us up, feeds us poison. It tells us that gambling is addictive and if you need help, call this line, but yet there's casinos and slot machines and gas stations and lotteries and so the same person that sells us the drug is selling us the rehab how does that work 
It undereducates under us and then undercompensates us, but then tells us to retire, retire at a certain age. How is that possible? It's an oxymoron if you ask me. But yet it has the audacity to call itself the United States of America. Yet somehow everything about this country is everything but united. But we live here. And yet through it all, through the adversity, through the hardships, through the pain, through the strife, we somehow muster up this belief to believe in a better tomorrow. A better tomorrow. A tomorrow that America does not equip us for. A tomorrow that America knows is coming 10 to 15 years before it does, but they say they're withholding information for the betterment of the people. A tomorrow that we are not equipped for. But tomorrow we believe in. Because when you go to the trenches of America, when you go into the poor middle class of America, when you go to the working class of America, they all have dreams of a better tomorrow, but yet very few are equipped to thrive in that tomorrow. We live in a country that is suppresses its people educationally, suppresses is people financially, and most importantly, it suppresses its people emotionally. And whether people realize it or not, it is emotional trauma to come up poor and middle class in America while you see so many people buying private jets, you see so many companies work trillions of dollars, you see so many men work billions of dollars, but yet they tell us it is American dream. You can come to America and be anything you want to be. You can make all the money you want to make. I just don't know if that's the same America that we all experience. I think we saw, I think we all have different experiences in this so-called America. So, so trapping Susie is about equipping us empowering us, most importantly, elevating us. Not equipping me, not empowering me, not elevating me, but elevating us. Us. At the end of the day, it's always about us. Episode 52 went away, y'all. I apologize, Jose. Jose, I apologize. We're about 30 minutes in, bruh. And I haven't talked about not one stock yet. God darn it. Let's get the likes up right quick. Jose, we got 2,300 people in the chat. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. Got my guy D in the building, New York in the building. What's that in the family? I see you, I see you. B in the building, how you feeling, B? Good, bro. B come off the tour. George, how you feeling? I'm good, good, good. Gindy, how you feeling? Man, my stool here. Jose, how you feeling, bro? Amazing on purpose. Amazing on purpose. I knew he was going to give us something spiritual. Dave, how you feeling? Yeah. Yep. Yep. 
Oh, this crap. Tweety, how you feeling? Oh my God. And can I make before we get into the before we get into the stock tonight, before we get into the show tonight, I want to say this. We took Jose to New Orleans. And uh well, we took the team to New Orleans. But if you know me, every time I go to New Orleans, I go to my favorite corner store, Broad and Banks, right in the hood. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so I got my gumbo, grilled cheese. You know what I'm saying? I always do this thing where I, I put shrimp fried rice instead of white rice in my gumbo. B say, bro, that stuff is good. So Tudor said, give me a hot sausage dress. And Jose said, bro, what's dress? And the whole line started laughing. I say, bro, you stick out like a sore thumb if you. <laughs> now, here's the crazy part. In my mind, I thought that was a universal language. In my mind, I thought getting a sandwich dressed was a universal language until I asked Brandon. Now, Brandon said, bro, I've never read that a day in my life. And then I asked a couple other people that was like, nah, bro, that ain't, <laughs> I've never heard of that before. And that made me realize that in New Orleans, we really got our own language. Which I think every city and culture does, but dressed? This is every, what do y'all say? Just give me a sandwich, everything on it? That's what you say? We do say made groceries, not grocery shopping. So I realized when Jose was, he was like, bro, he was like, bro, I don't even know what, in my mind, he, when I said, when Tootie said dress, in my mind, I picture Jose saying, what he got, a skirt on? What he, does it have a sweater? In my mind, does he have a turtleneck? What kind of shoes? And in my mind, I was just like, is he really serious here? And that's crazy like that New Orleans is. Shout out to New Orleans, man. Get a dress, baby. Get a dress, baby. All right, man. Trapping Tools is episode 52. Man, thank y'all. Listen, if it's your first time here, I love you. You know, welcome home. You know, the goal here is to always make you confident when it comes to making investment decisions. The goal here is to help you build wealth. But most importantly, the goal here is to help you create legacy. That's our goal here. So, so let's start with this trap of mantra. This is what we live by. This is what we stand on as certified Wall Street trappers. So I am a certified Wall Street trapper. Wait. Always the right hand. I am a certified Wall Street trapper. I'm confident in my ability to make great investments. The stock market is a machine that prints money and I am more than capable of operating that machine. Not only will I free myself, but my family will eat for a lifetime based on the information I apply today. I'm a money maker and a wealth builder. Today, I break the chains that anchor me to the poverty mindset. My ancestors will smile now because I have turned our last name to an asset. Now, y'all know that's my favorite part because a lot of people sacrificed. A lot of people endured. 
for that last name you have. So for you to turn that last name into an asset, that's powerful. My family's purchasing power will increase indefinitely. Today I make the declaration that no longer will I be a slave to money. No longer will a generation behind me inherit lack. No longer will I submit to selling my time for money. I am a first generation millionaire. I am the architect of my family's legacy. I am a certified Wall Street trapper and Wall Street looks like us now. Let's go baby, woo! I love it, 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 I love it. All right, man, so we got a lot to talk about tonight. We have a great show. Thank you, New American Dream. Thank you, everybody, for the super chats. I got a $20 super. We got a $20 super chat. We got a $52 super chat. We got a $52 super chat. Trust me, those super chats help us build, y'all. Those super chats help us build. We don't ask for them. When y'all give them, I'm telling y'all, it help us build. It help us put better production in play. It helps us, you know, keep being creative. It helps. What is that? All I bless the trap people. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to the to the to the to the to the trappers anonymous. Shout, but shout out to the bless the trap people because y'all donate to the Patreon every week, every month, $7.99. And that's just a man, good job, trap. So shout out to the bless the trap people for sure. Uh let's go, man. Let's get into it. Today we had a today was a crazy day. Uh today everything was up. We had a we had a it was a crazy day. S&P 500 hits a new high. Today, 52-week high. It's at 40, 40, I think it's at 45 right now, if I'm not mistaken. Um, the Dow Jones has had seven good days in a row. If you don't know what the Dow Jones is, wait up, Jose, watch this. This is what I like. So everybody who came to trap stock market in the streets, when I talk about the S&P, the Dow Jones and the NASDAQ, they should 100% know what that is. If they didn't know, they should 100% know what that is now. Because in every city, we broke that down. Every city, we broke that down. Uh, so the Dow Jones today had its seven consecutive day straight. It hasn't had that since 2021. Think about that. From 2021 to 2023, thank you for the Super Chat family. You made me money again this week. Thank you, King. I appreciate you, family. Uh, seven, now think about that. From 2021 to 2023, the Dow Jones itself has not had seven straight positive days. That tells you the type of market we've been in. Ah, somebody put, look, somebody put, ah, the biggest 500. Let's go, family. We in the streets with it. Let's go, baby. I love it. 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 Somebody said the biggest, the three major indices. Let's go, man. Let's, we was in them streets, man. We was in them streets, man. All right, let's go a little further. Look, they got the tech. Ah, I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, so we have right now, let's go for our heat check. Our heat check, we have a put call ratio of 0 0.80. Now, that means we in greed mode. We in greed mode. Look. We got 4.8 million calls and 3.8 million puts. Now, that puts us in back-to-back -back weeks where we've had a million more calls than puts. Right at a million. That's back-to-back -back weeks. I'm telling y'all right now that we are in a 
Transition. Now watch this. Even though the economy doesn't underliningly say we are in it, the market is truly, bro, the market is, the market right now is, is steamrolling. It's steamrolling right now because even with the rate hikes in play, the market is so, so what is the market? A forward-looking mechanism. I, you know, I say stuff and I, I always check the, I like to check the temperature. Now, what I will say is there is a chance of, there's always going to be a correction. There's always going to be a pullback, a deep pullback when the market goes so far because it has to be chastised. But I will tell you this. If you are a person who has a bear, this year has whooped you unmercifully. Unmercifully. You've lost a lot of money. You've lost a lot of money. This, because the, the tide is shifting. And I'm going to tell you when it pivoted. I'm going to tell you when it pivoted. This is, I can promise you this. And I can, and I can, I can, I can, I can say a lot about this. So let me say something today too. Today I accidentally bought 22 NVIDIA calls. Now I got out of it. But I sat on it for about 20 minutes deciphering should I keep it. My B was right up. Me and B was sitting down. We were sitting down and I was like, B, I was explaining to B them about why, you know, kind of like a formula on how I move a little bit. And, and I'm like, B, I'm measuring a price. And I'm like, B, I got a hundred and like right at $78,000 in cash. And I was like, uh, somebody said, how accidental? I'm about to tell you. So, um, what I did was I put the, so the last Facebook call I put in, I'm still saying Facebook, Meta, you know, that was my biggest, that was my biggest, my biggest play ever. And so one of the things people do when they overtrade is they, they, they spend too much money compared to the account. So what I do was I put the, if you know about TD Ameritrade, I mean about E-Trade, I like to see the price. So I put in, I said, let me see how many. So I was showing, I was telling Brandon, I was like, Brandon, I, I can see NVIDIA going to 500. I say, B, it's $25 away. So I'm explaining to B, I'm like, B, we, it's, it was three, it was, uh, it was 474. I say, B, it's 474. No, it was 475. It's 475. I say, B, it's $25 away. I say, B, I'm kind of mad at myself, but I ain't. I said, because when it was, it pulled back to seven to 466. And I said, B, this was a time to buy, but I had made the meta play and I'm not about overtrading. So I'm comparing what the meta, what the meta play cost me, which was a hundred and like, 13, 14,000 or something like that. And I say, B, let me see how much 25 NVIDIA calls are cost me. So I, I put, I put the, I put the call out. Now, mind you, I'm doing this, but I'm also thinking about the Patreon group at the same time. Right, B? So I'm like, I'm like, damn. 
I, I want to make a play that they could get in. I'm like, I want to make a play they could get in because the meta play was $3,000 a pop. Now, of course, we up 30-something percent on it. They eating like crazy on it. But I'm like, man, I want to make a play that, that, that all my people could get in. So I'm like, let me see how much. Let me see how much this costs. So, man, I put this thing in. And I said, B, we're going to push it out to, I said, if I push it out to, what I had, B, March? I said, if I push it out to February 24, B, at 500, boy, that thing came up to 147. I said, shit, B, 147,000? I said, B, that's a lot. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just dropped 100 and I just dropped 113. I, I, don't, I don't want to drop 147 because that only leaves me with 33,000 in cash. That's an overtrade for me. But before I did something and I turned to talk to B and unpressed the buy button, man, my heart dropped. <laughs> I said, B, I just bought that thing by mistake. B said, get out, get out, get out, get out. <laughs> B said, get out, get out, get out, get out. But watch this. That thing went up like $700. Like in two minutes. It shot up. So I said, B, I don't know. <laughs> I said, hold up, B, it might be running. So I'm looking at it. Looking at it, and I'm telling B, I'm like, B, the stock done went up about at least $19 in between Friday and now. It then went up like $19. And I'm like, B, I'm like, it's hot. But I'm watching it. It done, it done spiked to $1,100. I'm like, B, I might just hold it. <laughs> Look, I'm like, I'm like, B, I might just hold it for a minute. You know what I mean? So, but this one I knew I wasn't comfortable because every five minutes, not even five minutes. Every two minutes, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. I'm, I'm emotional. So it done went all the way down now to like $50. I said, ooh. I said, ooh. Look, then it, done, then it done went to negative $1,000. I said, I can't afford this. I said, I can't afford this right now, man. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't. Because I knew I was overtrading. And I knew I hadn't did, like, everything I needed to do. So it got back to, like, I'm not, I kid you not. It got back to, like, $50. I was like, B, I'm gone. I got my $50 and went. I said, B, we just spent $147,000 to make $50. Boy, that is the worst trade in America. <laughs> I said, B, that is the worst trade in America right there, man. God, we spent $147,000 to make $50,000. I said, B, that is the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. That is the worst trade of my career. Anyway, man, let's get to it, man, because two of rushing me. Uh, anyway, but people, my people in the Patreon, I didn't make the play because I, I did it by mistake. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I was, wasn't paying attention and I... That was crazy. We and B laughed at that for a minute. All right, man. Here go our heat check, man. Microsoft went crazy today. We definitely going to talk about that. NVIDIA went crazy today. 
Google down uh, almost 1%. Meta up a little bit. Tesla hit the day. Amazon. I got to shout my guy, Zay. I don't know if he in here. We was on Twitter, and Zay said uh, he felt good about uh, United Healthcare play. And I was like, man, Zay, I don't like, I said, Zay, I don't really like the uh, the fundamentals on it, even though it's a huge player. I like Eli Lilly more. And uh, show enough, since I want to say since Monday or since Friday, when United Healthcare hit earnings, they've been going crazy. So I definitely got to give Zay, I got to give Zay his props, man. If y'all not follow me on Twitter, it is Wall Street Trap, Wall Street 504. If you follow me on threads, it's wall underscore street underscore trap. But check me out. All right, let's go a little further. Right here, man, we had an 82 in the fee and greed index. Uh, the market is being really, really greedy right now. Um, so I definitely don't, we got to be cautious right here. We got to be cautious right here. Let's go a little further. Before we go there, let's go to the, pof- yep, let's go there. Boom. Let's go to it. All right, so let's talk about this for a second. So here's the recession portfolio. Y'all know each and every week we show this portfolio. This is the portfolio that I am building this is a portfolio that we built last year. We built this year, right? So, y'all see. So, first of all, if you're in my Patreon, Master the Triple Beam, you got these plays. You've been in all these plays. I have not made a play without my people in the Master the Triple Beam or the Triple Beam team. I have not made a play without them. Now, let's talk about this for a second. The last meta play we made was this. The 310 call. We've been in that play now for about a week and a half. Um, we up about 35%. We up about 35%. Now, here's what I want to tell the people. So I had some people that was in the Patreon group that said, they would like say trap. They were like, man, we took an L on the Google play. Watch this. So we not gonna we gonna miss on a meta play because I'm not you know I can't take another L. A couple of people felt like that. A couple of people in the group felt like, man, we just took an L on this meta on this Google play, bro, and and we can't get the meta play. And I was like, man, it was like they couldn't. It wasn't that they couldn't get it. What happened was they didn't. They couldn't build up the the courage. They couldn't build up the courage to make another play while one play was down. Now I'm not mad at you for that. But the people that got in the Google Play, here's what I want you to, I mean, the Tesla, in the Meta Play, let me say this for you. If you would have got in a test in the, in the Meta Play, you would have already doubled or tripled what you put in for the Google Play. If you would have got in the Meta Play, let's say you had the money to do it, if you would have got in the Meta Play, you would have already tripled what you made what you had put up for the Google Play. But watch this. Let's go even further. Let's go even further. Y'all know we was down on the Google Play. We was down. We was down five. I was down 5K on it. And I told my people, I said, listen, certain things didn't change for me. It's not that the, the, the stock itself, the company, nothing changed in the company, so I'm gonna stick with the play. So we rolled it down. And now the Google Play has now turned. 
it turned all, it went all the way up to 127. But the Google Play now has turned around on us. And now, if you was in the Google Play and the Meta Play, you killing it. But some people took a loss on the Google Play because you panicked. And the one thing that I can never teach you in this game is how you will respond when you see your money in the red. It's the one thing I cannot teach you. So for the people who got out the Google Play, I'm not mad at you. I just want you to understand that's a lesson you learn. Right? It's a lesson you learn. Like, damn, like I can't let my emotion get me out of this. But here's another thing I want you to understand. This is why if you allow them to feed you, you give them the permission to starve you comes in play. Even me. Because you don't really understand the homework and the data you just basing something off my play and my strategy. You're not comfortable enough to stand in the mud. See, I'm comfortable because I know the homework and the research and the data that I put in to make the play. And nothing ain't changed. Nah, was I like, damn, was I watching it? Because I'm like, all right, if I go down a certain level, this is what it is. Of course it was. But because you didn't put the research or homework and you like, damn, like, I'm about to get out. And you lost trust in me. Now watch this. You paying to be in a Patreon group. If you're not going to do the research, at least you're supposed to trust me. If you're not going to pay to do the research, if you're you paying because you're like, yo, I'm not going to do the research. I'm not going to do the homework. I just want to play. I bet. That's cool. At least you got to trust me. Now my people in Travels Anonymous, you know one thing. They doing a, they homework specialists. So if you're in a Google Play, man, we good right now. Google still teeter-tottering, but right now we up probably like, I don't know, maybe 15, 16% for a month. We went up and down. It's all right. We got it till January. You know what I'm saying? We got it till January. So we up, man. Meta play, we up. Meta play, we up. Meta two. Crazy part is you in the Patreon. Watch this though. This is the crazy part. You in both of the meta plays. That's sick. You in the meta here and the meta here. And let me say this, if you in the NVIDIA play, I'm up 320-something percent on that play. Let's not even get into that. Matter of fact, if you made money in the Patreon or in the Trappers Anonymous, man, could you drop a fire in the chat for me before we go back, before we go a little further? If you're in Trappers Anonymous and you made some money, if you're in the Patreon, you made some money, just drop some fire in the chat. Look, I trust you, Trap. I'm up on both. I'm up 117 on the meta play, and I'm up another 35 on the, ooh, God, oh my God. When I told y'all we in a movement, like, we are professional money printers. Also, let me say this before we go on. To all my people that's in Travis Anonymous and all my people that's in the Patreon, I would like to apologize to y'all. Last week, I didn't post nothing in either group. And Monday, I didn't post nothing in the group. That stock market in the streets, I'm not going to lie, it took a toll on me that I didn't know it was going to take on me. Like, I'm always thinking I'm Superman. I'm like, man, we got this. I, but by the time, time we done got up early, caught a flight, get off the plane, get our baggage, get the car, get to the hotel, map out what I'm going to say on the... On, in the street, go to the street, make sure the team right, 
talk for two and a half, three hours, come back, eat. I'm not going to lie to you. By the time I got to the room, I wanted to go to sleep. And the next day, I had to get right back up, catch a plane, go to the airport. So for all my people, if you left the group, I totally understand. Because I ain't give you no work last week at all. If you stayed in the group, I apologize. I'm going to get to you. It wasn't intentionally done, I promise you. I promise you it wasn't intentionally done, but I also know that I owe y'all because you paid to get in that group and I went one week without even telling you nothing. I was tired, y'all. And yesterday, my intentions in Travis and I was to put Moat Monday in there, but I ain't do nothing yesterday. I just sat in my bed. I, I was like, yo, I'm straight. They're going to have to forgive me. So I, I apologize. I apologize. All right, let's go a little further, man. Let's go. And here's our long-term holes. We still looking good. As of right now, the market is up maybe 17%. We up 20, 28% on the market right now. I told y'all, man, we buy and hold. We play the options game. We love this game. Do we love this game? All right, let's go a little further. All right, watch this, man. More, no more tech for you. Mutual funds are being banned from buying big tech in their funds. So watch this. There's a few. I just put the base. So Fidelity, Berkshire, BlackRock, and JP Morgan, but there's funds inside of there. Like one of the Fidelity funds, they can't buy no more Facebook because it's making up too much of their portfolio. They're not uh, diversified enough, and it can affect the portfolio if these stocks fall. Berkshire Hathaway cannot buy no more Microsoft. They cannot buy no more Amazon because they make up 32% of the Berkshire Hathaway holding. That's crazy. That's crazy. BlackRock, they can't buy no more Apple. They can't buy no more Microsoft. They can't buy no more NVIDIA. JP Morgan Chase Large Cap Fund cannot buy no more Microsoft, Apple, NVIDIA, or Google because it's making up what's happening is, remember I told y'all, these funds are so big. These companies are so big. Like we talking about all these companies up here are trillion dollar companies. Every last one of them. Meta, almost a trillion dollar company. Amazon, almost a trillion dollar company. Apple, three trillion dollar. Microsoft, 2.5 trillion. Nvidia, trillion dollar. Google, tri like the big dogs are just dumping in them. They just dumping. They like, bet, we here. AI, bet, we here. Apple, bet. Microsoft, bet. Microsoft went up, got a, got almost $500 billion in market cap today. They're like, bet, we bet, bet, bet. They just loading up. So now they're like, yo, we can't, um, we can't, y'all can't buy no more. Yep. Yep. A, 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 a legislation came out today said, nope, y'all can't buy no more. Y'all can't buy no more. Y'all can't buy no more. Mm-mm, get somebody else to do it. Get somebody else to do it. I just go a little further. So, man, Elon Musk is going big, 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 big. Welcome to the biggest. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. So, Elon Musk now is set to be the biggest automaker in Germany. So, he's opened up a new plant in Germany outside of Berlin. The goal is to produce one million electric vehicles a year, making him the biggest car producer in Germany. He will hire 22,500 employees. Yo, the dude is going big. Elon, if you stop beefing with people about Twitter and you stick to making cars, bro, you're going to be cold-blooded. Let Mark deal with social media. Let them other people deal with what they got to deal with. Bro, just focus on cars. 
Just focus on cars. But what happens is, is what happens is when you got that much money, you do it, you do what you want when you pop it. Mark gonna beat the brakes off you in a social media game. That ain't your thing. I don't care who you hollering, who you hiring. But if Mark try to make a car, you gonna kill him. Stick to what you became a billionaire at, bro. Because I need to buy some more Tesla stock. If you're the Patreon group, I think I got some stuff going away, man. I got four things I've been looking at. I'm looking for something that's in y'all way. All right, check this out. Also, the first Tesla cyber truck was put into production and it will be released this week. Elon said by the end of Q3, Q4, the Tesla trucks will be on the road. This is a catalyst. This is a catalyst. The same way we bought threads, the same way we got into threads, I'm telling you, all good news right now is going to send stocks running. The forward-looking mechanism. Man, I looked at a Chipotle um, option today. Oh, my God. That thing was $200. I said, damn, all that for some guacamole? Hurt my little heart. I was, and I don't say this too often, but that was outside my tax bracket. That <laughs> was outside my tax bracket. I said, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. <laughs> All right, let's go a little further, man. I'm bullish on Tesla stock, man. Let's go a little further. All right, uh, flush the phones, man. Flush, flush the phones. AT&T is done with, man. So watch this, y'all. I'm going to keep it 100% with y'all. Uh, I've told y'all this for a long time, but people, for some reason, feel like, you know, I don't know. They be like, man, Travis knows what the hell he talking about. And I get it. You don't got to believe me. You don't got to understand. But here's what I do know. AT&T has now hit a 30. It has now hit the same price it was 30 years ago. It has now hit the same price it was 30 years ago, $13. It was $13 in 1995. 1993. So here's what I, here's what I, leave that dividend alone. Leave it alone. It's a dividend trap. Listen, I told y'all when I bought AT&T, it was $26. It had been trading between $26 and $21 for two years. I finally sold it like two years ago. I'm like, man, I'm out of here, man. It ain't doing nothing. And when they, when they suspended that dividend during the pandemic, they made a horrible decision by buying DirecTV. They made a horrible decision by buying DirecTV. Some stocks, listen, I'm going to tell you all that. I'm going to say this aloud. I'm going to say this loud. Every stock ain't made for you to hold 10 years and 20 years and 30 years and 50 years. That ain't, that ain't for that. It's easy for me to look at NVIDIA right now. It's easy for me to look at Tesla right now. It's easy for me to look at Facebook right now and say, if I would have owned it 15 years ago, this is what I would have made. But 15 years ago, you ain't own it. 15 years ago, why you ain't own it? You know why? Because you ain't see it. 
Now, if you ask me now, now that I own NVIDIA, will I own it for the next 10 years? Hell yeah, it's my biggest position. If you ask me now, will I own Tesla for the next 10, 15 years? Yep, it's my, because I see it. I can, I can see that. Will I own Apple for the next 10 years? Of course, but it's not my biggest position. Right? So stop letting the past get you down. Stop being a person that say, man, I should have. No, take advantage of the now. The opportunity is right in front of you. An Apple stock a day, do what? Keep the poverty away. Here's what I told y'all too. On the tour, I mean, on our stock market in the streets, I literally gave out the five-year to be a millionaire blueprint. And I ain't even gonna lie. My team came to me and said, a couple people, not everybody, they was like, bro, I can really be, like, I could be a millionaire in five years. Like, a couple people on my team was on the tour, and they was like, bro, I can, like, I ain't never heard you say that before, Trap. I don't know where that came from before, Trap, but I can see me being, and I'm going to say something. Some of the frameworks that I put out on the tour, I mean, on that, I ain't never put them out before. Ain't on Trapping Tuesday. They ain't on Trapping Tuesday. There's, I'm going to be real with y'all. Every, you can, so, if you change your philosophy behind money and you change your behaviorism behind money, you can be a millionaire in five years. But the thing that I tell people on the streets was this. The first 18 months going to be so important because the first 18 months ain't even about making money. The first 18 months is about getting your money back and changing your mindset. And that's the hardest part to do. That's the hardest part to do. It's a five-year plan. You can literally be a millionaire in five years. It does not take 20 years to be a millionaire. It doesn't take 40 years to be a millionaire. But the reason why the Israelites walked around the, the wilderness for 40 years is because their heart wasn't right and their belief wasn't right. The reason why you can't be a millionaire, you won't be a millionaire in five years is because your heart, your value, your principle, and your belief ain't right. Your heart, your value, your principles, and your belief. That's the reason why you won't be a millionaire in five years. It's not because the information isn't there. It's not because you don't, the tools aren't there. It's not because what, what, it's there because you, your heart is not right. Your belief system is not right. And your behaviors aren't right. And because you don't have those things, you won't be a millionaire in five years. You probably will never be a millionaire. Your relationship with money is toxic. Now, if you can change those things, the man, I, Jose, isn't that blueprint cold-blooded, though? Like, Jose was like, bro, I ain't never, where that come from? Jose, where you get them from? I ain't, I ain't never seen that on the show. No, where you get them from? Because I leave, I love this. I love it. All right, let's go a little further. So here's AT&T. Uh, this year, down 33%. Uh, well, from last... August, uh, Verizon, right there behind it, 30, 36%. Let's go a little further. Watch this. Watch this. Go a little further. From 2014 to 2023, 
AT&T is down 49%. That's crazy. Let's go a little further. Amazon. I just want y'all to leave AT&T alone. Like some people hit me up like, Trap, what if I get it at $8? Yo, leave it alone. Leave it alone. Watch this. The fake Gucci belts and the fake Louis belts, just because they cheap, do they mean it's worth it? The belt costs $2. They sell it to you for $30. It's a come up. Stop falling for this. Right? Just because, write this down for me, y'all. Just because the stock is cheap does not mean it's worth the investment. I would rather go buy a $200 stock that has value than to buy a $10 stock that ain't worth that ain't worth the $10. All right. So Amazon is in the clouds. 47% of organizations use AWS for running significant workloads, outpacing Azure and Google Cloud. AW uh, 2022 revenue is 80 billion, up 29%. Here's what I need you to understand. If you if you are a person that loves the cloud, uh, Microsoft, uh, Azure is number two. Amazon Web Services is number one. Google is number three. Those are the big three. So if you're somebody that loves the cloud space, here's where you go. Mind you, everybody thinks that Amazon is the world's biggest retailer. That's their side hustle. That's just their side hustle. Competing with Walmart, they do that for fun. They compete with Walmart for fun. Kind of like Bo Jackson. Bo played football, but he played baseball for fun. Dion played football, he played baseball for fun. Mike, one of the greatest of all time, depending on how you want to put it. If he's the greatest, you know, I don't want to get in that debate. But he played baseball because he just felt like he was bored. He was like, I'm tired of basketball right now. I just want to go play baseball. And then he realized, I'm pretty good at this, but you know what? I'm a GOAT at basketball. And he went back. So Amazon Web Service, the cloud, I mean, Amazon Cloud, that's what they dominate. That's what they murder at. They sell stuff, products for fun. They do that for fun. They do that for fun. They don't do that. They they, they do that for fun. Go a little further, man. All right, so watch this. The biggest bets on the future. Here's what I want us to understand. Right, so research and development is is essential to a company being prepared for the future. Right, watch this. Hear, Hear me out well. Research and development is the money that a company is spending to design new products, to come up with new products. Research and development is... Kobe, but carry on. I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. That's the debate I like to stay out of. But I will say this. It is disrespectful to say the greats in basketball and you don't say Kobe Bean Bryant. I will say that. I don't care if you say Mike. I don't care if you say MJ. But there's no way in the world that you can say the greats and don't say Kobe Bean Bryant. I'm going to just leave that right there. And I'm not saying that because he did. I'm not saying he's better than Mike. I'm not saying he's better than LeBron. But at at some point along the line, we got to say that Kobe is one of the greatest people to ever touch a basketball. And I just don't understand how people don't never, like, it's not a question, right? 
Like, yeah, like I'm not saying that. Like, I would never say, like, Kobe is better than Mike. You can't say that because every time you see Kobe, you're like, oh, that's Mike. You do everything to say. Like, he studied him. I won't say he's better than LeBron. Like, I like, I appreciate everything and each and every last one of them to the game. What I will say is, Lil Wayne is better than Jay. I did that because that's always something me and my shout out to my guy D in the building, man. All right, but that's something I would never debate, man. I would never debate the fact that Kobe is better than uh is, is Kobe is better than Mike or LeBron, but I do think that he needs to be in the greatest conversation. All right, so watch this. Uh biggest best on biggest best on <laughs> facts. Uh so we like I, I personally love companies that um I love companies that bet on the future, but it depends on the type of company. So if I'm thinking about like uh Costco, like their research and development isn't vital to me, right? I would I wouldn't want a Costco to be spending a whole lot of money on research and development, right? I wouldn't want a uh, I wouldn't want a, a Home Depot to be spending a lot of money on research and development. Like, we understand that. But companies, look at it. Amazon spending $73 billion in 2022. Google, $39 billion. Meta, $35 billion. Apple, $27 billion. Microsoft, uh, $26 billion. NVIDIA, $7 billion. Broadcom, $4 billion. ASML, $3 billion. Tesla, $3 billion. Pepsi, $800 million. I, I appreciate companies that, that are in the tech space that are spending money on research and development. Now, here's the hack to that. When we look at a company that's spending money on research and development, I want us to pay attention to where the money is coming from. Is it coming from debt? Is it coming from free cash flow? Where is the money coming from for the research and development? That is important. All right, let's go a little further. All right, is this a sprint or a marathon, right? Big tech rally year to date. So let's look at this, man. NVIDIA is up 215%. Apple is up 49%. Amazon is up 57%. Meta is up 158%. Microsoft is up 44%. And Alphabet is up 40%. Now, let's go a little further. Watch this. This is the true point of what I wanted to say at. Right? Here's what I wanted to say. Um, the S&P 500 is up 70, 730 points since January the 1st. Basis points. The NASDAQ is up uh, 3,966 points since January 1st. What does that mean? That is a combined total of 38% gain in the world's largest tech index. Here's what I want us to understand. So if we go back a little bit, go back one. All right, watch this, y'all. It is almost unprecedented for a company to be up 215% in a year. A big major company. It's also almost unprecedented for a company to be up 158% in a year. Here's what I also want us to understand. Even though something is unprecedented, it doesn't mean that it cannot happen. Right? And it doesn't also mean that it cannot run further. 
Hear me out. Um, the four-minute mile was almost impossible. They said that your lungs would collapse. The norm before the four-minute mile was eight minutes. What it was, cuz? Six? I thought it was six, six to eight minutes. Right? Six to eight minutes. Until, watch this, somebody ran it. Was it, what's his name? Roger, Roger Bannister? What was his name? Right? Until he ran it. D, get that name for me right quick, if you don't mind. Right? Until he ran it. But watch this. Something that took forever to do, watch this. Roger Bannister. Listen, I'm, I'm on my stats. I'll be on my stats. You feel me? Watch this. Watch this. After he ran it, watch this. After he ran it in, in the four minutes, his record got broke 40 times in a six-month time span. You feel me? Like, before he did it, it's impossible. After he did it, it got broke 40 times in six months. A new normal. Now, me, it probably take me about 10 minutes to run a mile. I'm, I'd be taking my time. That, that, I'd be taking the time to run a mile, dog. That's not the new normal. I got to get that thing at least to like, I got to get that mile, bro. I'm not going to lie. I got to get that mile to like, I got to get it to at least seven, bro. Matter of fact, I'm going, I'm getting up in the morning. I'm doing, I'm going to do a seven minute mile. Hmm? I'm going to do seven minutes in the morning, Jose. I'm going to clock it. One, I got this. New normals. Hmm? No. No doing no running on tour. I, I call myself playing basketball. Hold up. Let me, I got something. I need to show something right quick. I need to show something right quick. Let me show y'all the type of beast mode that I be in, bro. No, I gotta, I gotta show it. I gotta show it. I gotta show it. Oh, Dave! Come here right quick, Dave. Let me have this for a second. I gotta show y'all the type of, the type of, the, I gotta show y'all the type, the type of, I gotta show y'all the type of, I'm about to airdrop this to you, Dave. My people need to see this. My people need to see this. Let's put it up, let's, let's put this on display for a second. Now I don't care. Let's put this up for display right quick. Y'all see this hat? Let's put it on the screen for a second. I need y'all to see the type of hack a thorn that was going on right here. You feel me? Like, you see this? And you know this man said this wasn't a foul? I said, bruh. I said, bruh, this is a foul. He said, ain't nobody foul you. I said, look at the... Bro, look at the spin on the ball, Jose. You see the spin? Bro, you see the spin? Shout out to Jose for catching this. You see the spin on this? You see that, D? Come on, man. That was butter. Man, look at that. Man, I was hurting for two days after that. All right, let's get back to the show. <laughs> That's my guy, man. All right, let's go a little further. So what I want us to understand is 
before we go there, I want us to understand that be understand that the market is being extremely greedy right now, but that doesn't mean that the market will stop running. Right? I think the market will tr truly be optimistic. Let me see something. The market is at 45 right now. If I'm being realistic, if I'm being realistic, I truly think that we could end the year at about 47. 4,700. I think we can end the year at about 4,700. Let's go a little further. All right, so watch this. While we also talk about the biggest... <laughs> Tuda, get on my screen, dog. While we also talk about the biggest in research and development, let's also understand that the biggest buybacks... Uh, are, are companies that are also evolving towards future. Now, look at this. Apple, 19 billion in buybacks. Google, 15 billion in buybacks. Microsoft, 29 billion in buybacks. Meta, 6 billion in buybacks. Uh, Waste, uh, Walmart, uh, 4.2 billion in buybacks. Pfizer, uh, Procter and Gamble, Bank, uh, like these, these are buybacks. So these are companies putting, these are companies pulling, putting money back into your hands. Jose, we got 3K in the chat tonight. Shout out to y'all. Let's go, man. But listen, y'all, let's get the likes up. Can we at least get uh, 1,800 likes? Let's get 1,800 likes. There's 3,000 people in the chat. Let's get 1,800 likes. Let me say something to y'all right quick before we go a little further. I'm going to be real with y'all. I was not excited about us being out the top 100 in shows. I'm going to keep it real. Um, I do fault myself because I know that I have to post it every day to let y'all know to, 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 to download it. But listen, y'all. There's not 99 shows better than Trapping Tuesdays that talk about finances, talk about investing. Right? There's not 99 shows that's better than us. So, Jose, do me a favor. Jose is going to drop the Apple podcast, the Apple podcast link, but it's the audio experience. And what I need everybody in here to do is I need you all to... Um, go to Apple Podcasts, pull up Trapping Tuesdays. I need you to follow it. That's going to automatic download. And then I need you to go download like 10 episodes. As many as you can. Here's why. You all deserve to have the number one show. Y'all deserve that. Y'all deserve that. Y'all deserve that. Y'all deserve to say the show that we listening to is the number one show. Right? And, and, and we come here and we do our thing, y'all. So I need y'all to do that, man. I need y'all to do that. I need y'all to... <laughs> Somebody say, we top two and we ain't two. I, I like that energy. Right? So I need y'all to do that, man. I need y'all to go download it, yo. The downloads matter, but also the reviews matter. The ratings matter. Right, so it's not just the downloads. You know, I need y'all to five-star that thing. You know, we playing a different game. We playing a different game. So definitely go do it for us, y'all. I appreciate it. All right, let's go a little further, man. 
Right here, eyeballed in the works. So here's what I want to do. Dad, did we get the other two? There we go. The dope dealer sued Joe. Joe was talking about putting crack pipes in the hood. He, for some reason, he thought that was a great idea. And then he told us, if you ain't black, you ain't black if you ain't voting for me. Then they just found some cocaine in the White House. They talking about now, we don't know how long it been here. It's a lot of stuff going on with this, this regime. It's a lot of stuff going on. Every time I look up, he's falling on stage. It's a lot going on with this regime that I don't know. Which need, none of them ain't for us anyway. Let's just get that clear. Right? But here's what I want us to understand. There's eight, there's four companies right now that are suing the Biden administration. There's Merck, there's Johnson & Johnson, and there's um, Bristol Myers, right? So here's, what I want, here's what's going on. So Joe has what's called uh, the Inflation, Inflation, Re Inflation Reduction Act. And so what this is allowing companies to do is it's allowing them to slash prices in half and be, uh, I wrote this down. It's allowing them to slash profits, slash medical prices um, of pharmaceutical drugs. The pharmaceutical industry's largest lobbying groups have sued Joe Biden over medicines, new power, Medicare's new power. That's what it was. That's what I was missing. Medicare's new power to slash drug prices for senior citizens under the Inflation Reduction Act. So that's where the issue is coming in at. The issue is coming in because Joe Biden has put this act in place to not charge senior citizens, the people who need the money, the, the medicine the most, to not charge the people the arm and the leg for these drugs. But here's what I want you to understand. These pharmaceutical companies like Merck, Bristol Myers, especially Johnson & Johnson, you just got a whole lawsuit for billions of dollars for giving people cancer intentionally with the talcum powder. Intentionally. <laughs> Joe got that book of sugar. <laughs> so watch this. Man, listen to me. These pharmaceutical companies, that's why I always say legal dope dealers, y'all. It's because they have, I'm going to tell you two, two groups of people who, who the American government don't really be messing with. The pharmaceutical people and the agricultural people. Nobody messes with the agricultural people. You know why? You know why I say that? Because watch this. Agriculture, watch this. Agriculture, the C, most CO2 gases come from cows manure than 118 wheelers in, in a row. More pollution is put in the air from cow manure than 118 wheelers on the highway at one time. But nobody ever messes with the agriculture people. Nobody ever messes with them. Same thing with these people. Watch this, yo. 
These people are charging. Yo, you think that you. So watch this. I'm going to give you an example. It may cause Nike to create a Nike in China. It may create it may call it may cost them about sixty dollars to make a pair of George about sixty dollars. And we talking labor material. It may cost them sixty dollars at best at best that they can charge two hundred dollars for. Right. Watch this, yo. Bro, it costs these medical companies pennies on a dollar to create these things, bro. And the price that they paying, charging people, the, the price that they, no, that is true. Go look it up. Somebody said that ain't true. Go look it up. Go look it up. The CO2 gases from cows, manure, it's put more pollution in the air than 118 wheelers at once. Go look it up. I dare you. I dare you. One thing I'm going to do is put real facts when I speak. Go look it up. Go put go go look it up. Go look it up. What the most CO2 gases, the most pollution in the air comes from the cow manure. Go look that up. And the farts from cows. The farts. Yeah, that that but bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. Bougie. <laughs> Go look it up. Go look it up. Go look it up. All right, but go a little further. So watch this though. Bro, it don't cost them like the upsell, the upsell that they charging for these medical drugs. Watch this. Just this act alone by Joe Biden will save $25 billion a year annually. Till 2031. $25 billion a year annually that this will save just by being able to cut the prices. But that shows you how greedy these pharmaceutical company is to us, yo. And here's what we gotta understand: everybody playing a role. The pharmaceutical companies that treat cancer also are in task with the people that sell you cigarettes. The same people that put the red dye 40 in the jello and all the other stuff is the same people that are going to treat you for cancer. Also, watch this. A new drug just hit the market for the company as, as AstraZeneca. As, damn, I always pronounced that name wrong. But what, here's the drug they just came out. What's the, there's a thing that babies catch in the hospital a lot. Uh, no, 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 no. But it's called something. It's like a breathing. It's like a breathing thing. It, it kill. It, it it hurts babies a lot. Infants get them a lot. It's like a, it's a, uh, damn, bro. It's a, it's a, it's a breathing thing that, that kid, little kids get a lot. When they're in the hospital or when they're young, it's like a respiratory. It's a res it's a respiratory. So AstraZeneca, they yep, RSV, thank y'all so much. That's my people. RSV. AstraZeneca, they just dropped the drug for that. I didn't know that 300 babies a year die from that. RSV. 300 
300 babies a year die from RSV, a year, infants. 300, 300 babies a year die from that. So they just came out with a drug for that. These people come up with drugs for everything, y'all. For everything. And so it is imperative. It is imperative that we, so now let me get on my kick. It is imperative that we start juicing. It is imperative that we as human beings living in America go on two and three day juices. Juice fast. It's important. It was important because what happens is, yo, it allows us to cleanse our body out, y'all. I'm telling y'all, these companies are becoming, they're going to be the next trillion dollar industries if we don't, if we don't start taking care of ourselves. And it, it don't make no sense for us to be in a wealth building phase if we not treating our bodies like that. So let me say this first thing, y'all. You got to get off the pork. You got to get off the pork. You got to get off the pork. You got to stop smoking the cigarettes. And in case y'all didn't know, let me let y'all know. Smoking hookah is 10 times worse than cigarettes. You got to leave that cow milk alone. All right, let me go. Let's go. I ain't even going to do that. Let's go. Let's go. It ain't that. Microsoft, three trillion up next. Microsoft laid out a plan, pricing plan for his AI tools. Now watch this. Microsoft already has millions of people paying $36 a month for what they have. So Microsoft just dropped something. The AI tools is going to be $30 a month on top of $36 a month. And it's going to be called, uh, it's, it's, I forgot the new plan name. I wrote it down. I might don't have it on my notes. Uh, damn, I hate when I forget it. But this is going to add, and then because of that, what we just saw today, Microsoft shot up an extra five, it added another 500 something to its market cap. I need you to understand something. The AI is going to 100% push the market to a place it has never been before. The reason why it's going to push the market like that is because every company is going to develop something that helped them do it. Here's what I want you to do. I only want you to look at the top companies that are pushing AI. Remember what I told y'all. Be mindful of these new companies coming out of nowhere saying, I'm an AI company. I'm doing this and I help AI do this. Be mindful of the companies that you're buying. But AI, Microsoft will be the next $3 trillion company. They're already at $2.7 trillion right now. They're at $2.7 trillion right now. They're going to be the next $3 trillion company. Watch this. It may be before the end, end of the year. No later than Q1 next year. Huh? Jose, mark my word. No later than Q1 next year. 
They 2.7 trillion, 2.7 trillion right now. They'll be a $3 trillion company by the end of the year. All right, let's go a little further. All right, so watch this, y'all. I'm going to give y'all a little eyeball the work, the trap away. Right, so right here what I did was we put together one, two, three, four, five, six companies. Here's some of the things we like to look at. Return on invested capital is super important. Return on equity is important. But that return on invested capital and that debt to equity ratio are two of the most important factors that you can look at. Why? Because the ROIC tells us what dollar amount that the company can turn into how can a company turn $1 into more dollars? So the higher the ROIC, the better. So if a company has a 14 ROIC, that means they can turn $1 into $14. The higher the ROIC, the better. The debt to equity ratio, you want a 1.2, a 1 by 2, a, a, a better. Meaning, they have $1 of debt for $2 in equity. Or $1 in debt, to $3 in equity. You want the debt to equity ratio to be, you don't want it to be the other way around. Right? You want it to be higher. You want it to be one to two at minimal. At minimal. High ROIC, high debt to equity ratio. Microsoft, what do you see? A great ROIC, even better debt to equity ratio. AMAT, high ROIC, great debt to equity ratio. You feel me? I need y'all to just understand that. I need you to understand that. I just really gave y'all a gym if you hold on to it or not. High ROIC, Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. If you, this is a, this eyeballing. This is what I mean even, see, when it, D, you know this. In the street, sometimes it's a gift to be able to eyeball it without putting it on a skill. Everybody can't do it. Some dudes walk around and be like, yo, I got the ladder with me. Right? Some people can look at it and be like, bro, if you take the knot out of it, it ain't that. Ooh. <laughs> D, if you take the knot out of it, it ain't seven, fam. It's 6.2. Some people can eyeball it. Here's an eyeball test for you. If a company has a high ROIC and a at least one to two debt to equity ratio, meaning... For every $1 in debt, they got $2 in equity. Man, this is a straight game, bro. This is a straight game. This is a straight game. Hey, all my trappers in the, they in the comment like, ooh, trap. That not, see they, see listen, I'm gonna tell y'all something. This is some real talk right here. If you, when you heard me, when you heard me say that about the knot, immediately you knew, yeah, he been in there. It's certain tangibles that only people who been there know. 
Like you try to weigh me something, if you try to send me something away, you're trying to get over on me. You're trying to get over on me. I'm going to tell you, go put it in some rice. Now, let me stop telling y'all my business. Man. Let me tell you. It's in the book, man. You feel me? Let me stop telling y'all my business, man. <laughs> Look, the queen said my fiance said facts. <laughs> Let me stop telling y'all my business out here, man. You feel me? You feel me? <laughs> but if we're looking for, if we are looking for, An eyeball test. We'll call this the eyeball test. We'll call this the eyeball test. High ROIC, debt to equity ratio, debt to equity ratio, at least one to two. That's an eyeball test. We know at that point we got potential. There we go. Eyeball test. Right? Eyeball test. You feel me? Boom, let me see if this is a good trap. So before you DM me and say, trap, if this is a good company, I'm going to ask you, did you eyeball it? Mmm. Mmm. Before you DM me about a company, I'm going to say, did you eyeball it? And if you did, what you got? That's good. That's good. That's good. Let's go a little further, man. All right, so here's my outlook, man, for earnings this week. Here's some things I want us to look up to, look up for, look out for. You can write this down. This is real good. Watch this. Watch this. Microsoft, read through to enterprise spending. You want to understand the enterprise spending that Microsoft is doing. Next, Netflix, revenue growth and profitability. Here's why. Because with revenue, so also with Microsoft, they got the, let me go back. With Microsoft, they have the deal with Activision Blizzard that you got to pay attention to. Pay attention to that. Pay attention to that. Right? That's going to be amazing. They already beat the Supreme Court once. I mean, the Department DOJ once. They beat them once. They beat them once. Watch this. Next. Next, with revenues with Netflix. The reason why it's important is because Netflix changed the game. Netflix said, listen, we're profitable. We're the only profitable streaming company. Now, why you want to pay attention to revenue growth and profitability is because of this. As of right now, we have a lot of the screen, what they call the writers, they're on strike. So, we got to pay attention to if, if the people who are on Netflix, are we now continuously re-watching and binge-watching the old stuff because there's nothing new that's going to come out for a minute? If it ain't already been in the chamber to release, so this could cause a drought for them. So we got to be mindful of that. Taiwan Semiconductor, full steam ahead for the chips. Now, will they, remember, they make up 70% of the chips made. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Will they also benefit from the AI movement? 
Yeah, not my fiance. The lady, the queen said that on the thing, man. I'm single as a fig dollar. <laughs> but let me say this, man. I'm not gonna lie, man. On my journey, on my journey to get here, I have fumbled some great women. I have fumbled some great women. I have fumbled some great women. Um, and, 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 and on this part of my journey, I have to increase my capacity and stop being as selfish as I am. I'm selfish right now. But the crazy part is I'm selfish to y'all. I'm selfish to y'all because I dedicate a lot of my time to serving y'all. I take a lot of my time to dedicate to you all, to going on a tour, to doing stock market in the streets, to building out this brand to serve y'all. Um, when I come back in time, I go spend some time with my daughter, but then I'm back on what do we got to do to build a brand out? What do we got to... So I... I I've been selfish to you all, and it, it has kind of uh, depleted my love life in a way because I'm so I'm so dedicated to the vision, um, and I don't know if that's I don't I don't I don't know if that's really a great thing for where I'm going because um, I don't want to be alone. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be, I don't want to be, I don't want to take trips and be by myself. Um, so I have to learn how to open myself up a little more. And uh, I think I probably, I think I may have fumbled. I, I think I may have fumbled one too many good people. And I got to figure this next phase out. I'm open though. I just got to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? You feel me, D? Like, I got to figure it out. I got to figure out how to find that. I don't know if balance is the right word. I don't think that exists. Huh? Maybe alignment, right? Someone that can probably, uh, someone that I can, because I'm okay with, like, being, like, I'm the type of person, bro, like, I can, I can be, I can be, we can be in a room together and we not talk and I'm all right with that. You know what I'm saying? Like we could be in a room together and we cannot talk, and I'm I'm okay with that. So I gotta learn, man. I'm still learning. Uh, I'm still learning because I, I just think I'm so committed to the build the brand right now. Um, I'm so committed to what we building right now. I'm so committed to um, to growing. So I think it's definitely my downfall. I'm too committed to y'all ass. <laughs> All right, so Tesla, EV market share. So we see that Tesla um, is growing its EV market share. We want to keep on making sure they're growing that and increasing um, profitability. Meta, growing users, growing reels, growing threads, forward guidance on threads, and an outlook on a revenue increase. Here's why that's important. Because Meta is a social media app, we want to see it's increasingly growing its users. We want to 
make sure it's increasingly growing at. We want to see what revenue that can be growing from reels because that's what they dropped it for. But also we want to, we don't want to see the revenue on threads because it's not that. We want to see what's the forward guidance and outlook on threads. We want to see that and we want to see ad revenue increase. We want to see that. And NVIDIA, and this is just for this quarter's earnings. We want to see the AI growth and impact as also the, the future acquisitions of NVIDIA. That is Travis' outlook for this quarter's earnings. Let's go a little further. All right, man, this segment is called Learn the Lingo. Y'all know what Learn the Lingo, man, is all about helping y'all understand the language. It's about helping you all understand uh, what's going on um, ver- from the vocabulary or the jargon in the market. Let's go. This week's word is index fund, a type of mutual fund or exchange traded fund that seeks to track returns of a market index because they can't have mutual fund indexes. Right. So it's basically the S&P 500 index, the Nasdaq index, the Dow Jones index, those combined together, the stocks on that, they track that index. So that for sure is a index fund. The reason why I want you to understand that because index funds are a great way to get in the game. Let's go a little further. I think we got a commercial for y'all, man. Let's go to commercial right quick. Like, we the only one doing a live show with this much production. Like, we bar none. We just different. We not in competition with nobody. To see somebody that looks like us talk about stocks because I had never seen it before. You know, we buy during the drought. And in recession, is the best time to buy. I know how to break down a company. I know how to invest. Being a more confident investor. That Wall Street does look like us. No cliche. I would no longer fertilize my fears. That financial trauma has to be broken. We got to understand that we are more than consumers. One share at a time can change the life. What are we doing? What are we doing? We're printing money, baby. See? You feel me? That commercial shows you the energy that I be having for y'all. You feel me? I be, I just be, I be in love with y'all, man. So definitely, man, listen, we added some news. We added Dallas to the tour. So listen, tour dates goes as follows. Man, get your tickets. Get your tickets. Atlanta, August 1st, get your tickets. Houston, August 8th, get your tickets. New Orleans, August 15th, get your tickets. I'm going to say New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Get your tickets, man. We New Orleans, we really need a change, y'all. Like, I, I'm going to these other cities, but New Orleans, we really need, we need this change, man. L.A., August 22nd. Dallas, August 12th, Philly, August 26th. Now, I was supposed to come to New York, but some things changed up. It's all right. It's all right. So we're gonna we're gonna do these six cities, and then we're gonna we're gonna figure out what's next. I know, I know we're supposed to come to New York. I get it. 
it didn't, it didn't go the way we wanted it to go. Listen, I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot about how to structure a tour. I'm learning a lot about how to put a tour together. I'm learning a lot. But here's what I will say. Listen, coming to this tour is going to be a game changer for you. You are going to learn how to beat the market year by year. You're like, how did I beat the market last year by 15, 16% in a deep recession? And how did I, I'm now almost 30% halfway through the year. How? I wasn't just guessing. I wasn't just guessing. New Orleans is, I mean, New York is my biggest market. Some things just happened that I ain't had no control of. So it happens. It ain't, listen, I'm going to be doing it for the next 30 years of my life. It, I ain't saying I ain't going to never come back. This, this is this is what I do for a living now. I talk about investing for a living now. I talk about financial freedom. I talk about economics. I talk about investing. It's what I do now. You feel me? So I may not come this time, New York. I promise y'all, I, I was excited to come to New York. I was super, super geeked. Like, I was like, yo, we going. I got to go to New York. And I got to, I had the Apollo. I was trying to go big. We was like, Apollo, what we doing? But some things happen. Um, it's high though. Yeah, yeah. That's what that what that, that what our play was. That what our play was. But it's all right. Uh, it's all right. It's all right. You know what I'm saying? Philly, pull up. September 26th, Dallas. I'm gonna say this, and I ain't gonna lie. Yo, Dallas, Dallas and LA. I'm gonna say this to y'all. Atlanta and Houston. Like, I already knew y'all was going to pop out when we popped out. I'm, I ain't going to lie. Like, Atlanta and Houston, like, I knew y'all was going to pop out. I'm not going to lie. Dallas and L.A., I was kind of... Mark Isaac said, man, I got four tickets. Salute to the... Salute! I'm not going to lie. I was kind of skeptical about L.A., in Dallas. And here's why. Y'all not even in my top five cities. But I said, I can't go to the West Coast without going to LA. And if I'm here, I might as well pop out at Dallas. Yo. When we pulled up in Dallas, I was like, oh my. I was like, what this is? That was like, trap. <laughs> We here. What, what, what we doing? And I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, this this good. And I told the team, add Dallas. To, add Dallas to the list. They showing up. Add Dallas to the list. They showing up. That's how Dallas got on the list. It was between Dallas and D.C. If you notice, it was between Dallas and D.C. But because we already pushing the East Coast, D, I, was, I only had one stop on the West. I had... I had Houston, and I had, I was like, yo, we got to pull up. So we pulled up on Dallas, man, and Dallas went crazy. And I ain't going to lie, L.A. surprised me. I'm going to tell you why L.A. surprised me. Because when we first pulled up to L.A., there had like 10 people out there. And I took a little walk up the street, and I took a walk up the street, and I came back, they had like 50 and then by the time we was like 20 minutes in, it was like 150. I didn't know what. They had no book. I was like, oh, where they come from? 
And then one of the people told me, they was like, trap, LA got traffic. I was like, oh, I forgot. They were like, nah, LA got traffic, trap. Like, we got, we got real traffic out here, bro. And you ain't just no anywhere. So I wanna say that, man. LA and Dallas, y'all definitely surprised me. And, and thank y'all. Thank y'all for showing up. Atlanta, Houston, I kinda knew y'all was gonna pop out how y'all pop out, cause y'all pop out. Y'all don't be playing no games. So I wasn't surprised how y'all popped out. New Orleans, we gotta do better. Y'all my city, I love y'all. We gotta do better. Like, I understand what's going on down there. I understand the culture, I, I get it. So I ain't mad. You know what I'm saying? So Houston and LA, Houston and Atlanta, I wasn't mad at y'all, but I loved, I knew, I wasn't surprised. I was like, Houston and Atlanta gonna show up. I ain't tripping. Even for the tour, I'm like, Houston and Atlanta gonna show up. I ain't tripping. But LA and Dallas, y'all did call me off guard. Philly, we out there tomorrow by y'all. Where we at in Philly tomorrow? Anybody got the address? Wait up, let me see something. Philly, Philly, I got y'all right here. Philly, tomorrow. Jose, put this in the chat. I'm going to text it right here. Philly, tomorrow. We are at Philly. We are at Ralph Brooks Park. 1606 South 20th Street. Philadelphia. That's where we at. Ralph Brooks Park. That's where we at. Ralph Brooks Park, 1606 South 20th Street. That's where we at. You got that, Jose? That's where we at. All right, let's go a little further, man. Get your tickets, man. Let's go. 1-800-TRAVEL-HOTLINE. Let's go. What up, trappers? So my question is, I've been watching uh, and taking note of all the stocks that I have on my list to make the plays with. Um, but right now, the market is just real hot right now. So I'm not finding anything on a discount. Should I just continue to be patient um, and wait for the dip? Or do you know of any sectors that may be um, having discounts right now? Anything we should look into? Thank you. Peace, Trap. Hey, I see that Nefertiti chain, too. I see that Nefertiti chain, beloved. I see the Nefertiti chain. I'm rocking with you. Um, so here's what I want you to do. I want you to do this. Watch this. This is, a, this is a gym I'm about to give you. You got the 10 stocks on your list, right? And right now you're saying that they are overvalued. So here's what I want you to go do. I want you to look in that same sector, right? I want you to look in that same sector, find three more stocks. First of all, I don't, I don't, I don't want all your stocks to be in technology, Right? I don't want all these stocks to be in technology. So I want you to take the stocks that you're looking for. I want you to get them and put a price on it that you want to buy in. But then I want you to go in that same sector and find three companies that's in the same sector or peers of the companies that you like. Watch this. Peers of the company that you like that are also good fundamentally and buy one of them. Because even, like, let's say if I like, I might like NVIDIA, right? So NVIDIA is booming. But if I go in a semiconductor sector, I, can, I may be able to find, watch this, I may be able to find one of NVIDIA's competitors 
like AMAT or something like that on semiconductor that may be trading cheaper, but it's still on fire. Or if you just want to make some money right now, go buy the ETF in the company of the sector of the stock that you like. Ooh, that was good money. That way you can make money because I'm not, I'm not as, I'm not as strict about you buying an ETF or an index fund at a discount as I am of you buying an individual stock at a discount. So now, if you own the ETF, you can make some money while you wait. Ooh. <laughs> that boy is good. Mm-hmm. Let's go, baby. All right, let's go that further. Let's go. What up, Trap? This is Tony from Sacramento. Got a question. Since uh, clean energy is the big wave around the globe, I was wondering about your feelings on uh, investing in uranium. I got two companies. I got UEC, been holding that since $2, and SRUUF, um, been holding that for like a year and a half. Um, let me know. So I'm not going to lie, King. I'm not... Um that's probably the one. That's probably the one sector that I'm not strong on. Just understanding about uranium, um, I'm not gonna lie to you, King. But what I will do is I wrote the ticker symbols down just now, and since you in, you in the group, I'll go do a little look up on it, and I'll give you my thoughts on it. That'll work for you because we got an early flight tomorrow, so I'll do that for you. Um, that's not my strong point, but I'll go look it up because you asked me live on air. I got you. Let's go a little further. What's good, Chatter family? A Trap, I got a question for you. What kind of investor do you consider yourself as, and how do you find out your risk tolerance? First of all, stop whispering to me. First of all, bro, stop whispering to me, dog. Let brother up. LeBretta, <laughs> stop whispering to me, LeBretta. You feel me? Stop whispering to me, bro. I need to hear. Say, trap, what kind of investor you think you are, you know, consider yourself as, and uh, how, do you, how do you get your whisper? Don't whisper to me, bro. Don't be, next time you come on, if you whispering to me, we're going to have a problem, man. <laughs> All right, nah, 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 nah. Um, so I am 100%, I am the new value investor. So I 100% love to buy companies at great price or fair price. I, I love to buy companies at a fair price or a great price. That's 100% my thing. But I also like to, I don't really like to box myself in because I also, as you can see with the recession portfolio, I know how to play short term. That's one of the things we're going to teach on the tour is how do I beat the market in the short term? How do you set up your long-term portfolio? And then my options account and then my Roth IRA. So that's one of the things we'll talk about on the tour is how do I beat the market? How do I find stocks to beat in the market? If you notice, last year we beat the market with none of the top 10 stocks. This year we up by 30%. The only two stocks that's really top 10 is the what? is Facebook and video. The other eight stocks aren't like talked about as much. So that's one of the things we'll talk about. Also risk tolerance. Um, I will say that for me, I, I can, I don't want to say this in a sound weird, but I can take the heat. It don't, it don't bother me. Um, and that, I'm going to be honest with you. It be, it's because I'll come from the street. Um, it's because I understood that in the street, you, 
Buying money, that's a loss. Lawyer money, that's a loss. Somebody robbed me, that's a loss. Somebody hit my stash and I don't know about it, that's a loss. Um, you know, it's, it's the, the plug sent me some procaine, that's a loss. You feel me? And because I understood that, I treat the market kind of the same way. Like, I understand that losses come with the game, so I face the risk head on. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not scared of it. Um, so for me, and when it comes to how do I, how do I manage my risk tolerance? Like, just think about it today. Remember, I, I made the Nvidia play by mistake, but I got out of it. Why? Because I had $180,000 sitting in cash, and that play costed me $147,000. That ain't a risk I'm willing to take. That's how you blow your account up. Of that 180 that I got sitting on the side, the most I'm willing to spend at this point, because I got 100 and something into the Facebook already, the most I'm willing to spend right now is probably like $70,000. You know what I'm saying? $60,000. I'm not willing to drop. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's understanding my, how to move. Um, and I think for you, you got to understand like how much money, like I lost $113,000 in 2021. At that point, I'm I'm with the shits. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At that point, I'm with the shits. You know what I'm saying? Like the market, and now I done got all that back. You know what I'm saying? So, but but once I realized, once I realized that 113 didn't scare me, it also gave me a new definition of my risk. You feel what I'm saying? It gave me a, it gave me enough. So now I can be down fifteen, twenty thousand dollars. I ain't gonna budge. If the story or the reason why I bought it didn't change. So I hope that makes sense to you, family. Everyone is different. Um, as far as risk tolerance, for real, for real, I'm gonna be honest with you. You don't know how to swim till you jump in the water. Like, you can read all the books you want to read, but until you jump in the water and see how your body responds to the water going in your nose, the water going in your eyes, how your heart start to beating, you, how you going to respond, like, you don't know that you get there. Um, and so, for me, like, for my people that's in the Google Play, for my people that missed the Google, who got out of the Google Play, immediately now, that fear, that understanding of, damn, I got out there too fast, that probably done increase their risk tolerance a little bit. Because now they're realizing, you know what, bro? Like, I got to give myself a little more time. I got to get this thing a little more. You know what I'm saying? And I truly believe that. Um, I truly believe that the only way you understand how much risk you're willing to take is if you get burned from taking the risk. That's the only, that's the only way. Like, you know how people build up their tolerance in alcohol? By drinking a whole bunch of alcohol. That's how they know how much alcohol they can drink. You know what I'm saying? So I think the only way, the only way to build that is if you become immune to the losses that come with the game. Hmm? Yeah, like, the only way you know, like, if, you, if you're in a fight, how do you know, why do they, why do they tell certain fighters that boy can take a punch? They ain't just say that because he ain't never got punched. They saw him take a punch, a big punch, and stand tall. You feel me? How do some people know that they got a weak chin? Because every time they get hit in the chin, they fall. You ain't doing the... 
You ain't doing exercise. You feel me? So let's go a little further, man. My bad. Y'all not be going long. Let's go a little further. Hey, Trap. It's Brett um, and Virginia. Got a question about the options class that I just joined. Um, wanting to know when am I supposed to get in position? Am I supposed to wait to the quadruple, uh, quadruple witching or exactly when do I get in position for the options? Thanks, Trap. Yep. So you should always be in position, uh, family. Uh, I use that because that's one of the ways that we find super discounts. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, even if for my people that's in the Google Play, remember I said it when I got it, what happened? It went all the way to 116, 17. Why? Quad winching happened. So remember in quad winching, they always going to, um, we get those discounts because the market is rearranging itself. But if you go a little further and you go into the part where I talk about the sauce, and if you pay attention to that part where I talk about the sauce, like that's when I show you how even if it's not quadruple winching, well, we can get them on discount because I showed you where the magic at, but how to get them on discount. But remember I told you in the where the sauce part at, how we can take advantage of the current market without it being um, quad winching. Also, I got to add a video for how to roll down. I got to give y'all that. I got to give y'all the video on how to roll down before or after quad winching if you're looking to take advantage of the moat. Yep. Um, it just depends because stock chart shorty, what up family? It was in LA. Remember, like it don't, remember, so quad winching going to give us an opportunity, but just think sometime when the market pulled back 5% or something like that, that's just like quad winching. You know what I'm saying? When the market give us a 3, 4% pullback, that's just like winching. Still follow the fundamentals, but that's the same thing. It's essentially, that's when we know the market give us an extreme pullback. And it's the same thing. But go look at that Paul King about the sauce, and it's going to show you how to take advantage when you're not. And I got to add a video in there on how to roll down. That's what we did with the, um, the Google Play. Um, we got to the um, we, we got to the 130. We bought the 130 contract. When it got down to one, we got in at 122. When it went down to 117, we rolled it down to 127, and we kept the same thing. So I'm going to put that in there. All right, let's go a little further, man. Cool, we helped y'all, King. Hey, man. Hey, man. And we got something new. We got something. We, hey, run that back one more time. Run that back one more time. Shout out to Jose and Tootie, man. Come on. Hey, man. Say, they just flamed diet. They just flamed. I like that. Shout out to Jose, Jose and Tootie, man. All right, man. Right now, y'all know we on our segment of Flush It Up, Flipping, Man. And it's about, it's about showing us uh, companies that we like. Let's get into the first company, J.B. Hunt. Let's get to it. Let's get ready, y'all. All right, J.B. Hunt is an international uh, carrier when it comes to 
uh, containers for railroads, and it's one. It was the first company to have international shipping. The company is up 5.66% on a year. Do we flush it or do we flip it? I like that. Let's flip it. I-A-S-M-L. It is a company deep inside of the chip industry, right? They make the predominant, they're the predominant supplier for this little lighting thing. I forgot what it's called that shows the exposure of the chip circulation pattern, the movement inside the chip so the chip can talk and communicate to each other. The stock is up 38.88% on a year. Do we flush it or do we flip it? What are they saying, Jose? We definitely gonna flip it. All right, man, we got Tesla. Tesla's up right now, man. Listen, biggest EV company in the game, about to create, a, about to build another, the biggest uh, plant in Germany, gonna become the largest company in Germany when it comes to auto sales. Plus, they about to drop the Cybertruck. Are we flushing it or are we flipping it? We definitely gonna flip Tesla. All right, man. Netflix. Netflix is up. Listen, Netflix is the only company right now to be profitable in the streaming industry. They now have more users than everybody, but the right of strike can actually hinder them for a minute. Flush it or flip it. So here's what I'm gonna say. I believe in it for the long term, but for the short term, I think we're going to flush it. Just for the short term. Now, I actually think they're going to be earnings, but I think the, the, I think the, I think the people are going to be so scared of the writer's block that they're going to be scared to flip it. That's just what I think. I could be wrong. All right, Las Vegas Sands Casino, right? It is huge. Um, it is up 21% on a year. The fundamentals aren't the best, but they are the only company that has six of the gaming licenses in China, also in Singapore. Flush it up, flip it. Yeah, we're going to flush that. All right, man. DR Horton is the largest home builder in the game. Waver through the pandemic. Stock is up 41.02% uh, when it comes to building homes in America. D.R. Horton. Are we flushing it or are we flipping it? Hmm? Oh. Flush it or flip it. Flush it or flip it. Gee, what you think? D.R. Horton. Largest home building company in America. You ain't learned nothing from me since you've been here. <laughs> Home builder. You see I own TPH? All right. Next up, Abbott Labs. Abbott Labs, uh, inside of the uh, medical device industry, also in the medical field. How do y'all feel about Abbott Labs? Not up this year. How do we feel about it? Flush it up, flip it. Nah, we gonna flush it. Minus 24% on a year. All right, Intuitive Surgical. 
is the number one medical device company inside of robotic surgeries, y'all. Inside robotic surgeries, the company's up 33.62% on the year. Flex it up, flip it. We're gonna make some money on that. Ooh, this one here gonna be a, this one gonna be one. I need to see what they're gonna say on this one. AutoNation is one of the largest sellers in the game of automobiles. They have a huge network. Some, one of the biggest things is Nissan. So if you go to the Nissan dealership, you'll see AutoNation on the top. Most people don't pay attention to it. AutoNation has a large uh, infrastructure that encompasses across the United States, and they are building a moat inside of that. The company is up 67% on the year. Flush it up, flip it. We gonna flush it. We gonna flush it. We ain't riding a hype. All right, man, that was this segment of Flush It Up Flip It. Let's just run the intro one more time, man. I like that. Man, let's go to our next segment, man. Our next segment. Uh, it's the best show on earth, man. I ain't lying to you, Diesel. It's the best show on earth. All right, man, let's go to the next segment. It should be breaking down a brick. Let's go with it, man. So, y'all know this about us. <laughs> D said, what? <laughs> Trapper-esque. D Trapper-esque, bro. All right, so, man, this segment is all about us looking at a company and breaking it down. This one is Track the Supply. Track the Supply. Uh, the Track the Supply company engages in the retail sale of farm and ranching products. It operates retail farm and ranch stores and focuses on supplying the lifestyle needs of recreational farmers and ranchers, as well as tradesmen and small businesses. Ticker symbol TSCO. Let's go, man. Let's dig into it a little bit further, man. All right, we're looking at Tratter Supply, man. The company's current ratio is 1.7. Uh, it's good. The deck to equity ratio is 2.62, which is good. Remember, we talked about that. Remember, we talked about that debt to equity ratio. Interest coverage ratio is at 39, meaning they can pay their debt. And the servicing debt ratio is 2.2%. That is better than their pay. Let's go a little further. Let's go a little further. All right, boom, right here. Here we go. So the ROE is currently 12 to 15% year over year for the last five years. That's good, return on equity. The ROIC is consistently at 12 to 15% year over year for the last five years. Remember, it's at 18, it's at 18.51%. What does that mean to us? Remember what we talked about. The debt to equity ratio is at what? Two. That's good. They got an ROIC of 18. The higher, the better. That means they can turn $1 into $18. If you like anything with hay, horses, 
cowboy boots, the hats, the 10 gallon hats. Let's go a little further. All right, right here, man. So the operating revenue by business segment, livestock represents 50% of the revenue. Seasonal gifting represents 21% of the revenue. Hardware, tools, and trucking represents 19% of the revenue. Clothing and food footwear represent 7% of the revenue. And agricultural represents about 2% of the revenue. What we can see here from 16, 18, 20, and 22, we see that the livestock is the biggest share. We can see that. But what we do see is in 2022 right here, we see that the seasonal gift part of the business is the second biggest part of the business. And then we can see that the hardware is the growing part of the business. So what we do know is that the agricultural part is small. So majority of their money coming from what? Uh, livestock is coming from seasonal gifts and it's coming from hardware. So we see how they make it a buddy. Uh, right here, the operating re uh, revenue by geographic is they make all their money in the United States. They make all their money in the United States. Born in the USA. Born in the USA. Let's go a little further. All right, right here, man. Debt, uh, net debt ratio is uh, is considered high. Uh, reducing the debt to equity did increase, but they are the debt is covered well by operating cash flow, which is good. The debt is covered well by operational cash flow, which is good. Interest coverage ratio is good. We love it. We love it. We love it. Here are the two things that really matter: is that they can cover the debt, and it's covered by. Operational cash flow. I think somebody in Trap, Matt, Trap is anonymous. Uh, somebody in the group just asked me, why is that important? Because you want to make sure that they can, um, they can, they can pay it with just operating cash flow. All right, let's go a little further. All right, man. All right, all right, all right. So we got into it, man. Larry June gave us some game. Gave us some game. Let's go a little further to it. I, he said, I should have bought amp. So wait up. If you're new here, the wealth track is always about investing. It's about wealth. So watch this, y'all. If y'all find some tracks, DM it to me. Be like, hey, trap, because somebody DM me this. I had something else, but they DM me this. Somebody DM me this. I'm like, yep, that's a good one. Y'all know I rock with Larry June, right? So watch this. I should have bought some Amazon stock, but I bought a watch. Everything I do is not perfect, but I learned a lot. Should have bought the house before the whip, but I had the cop. Now my credit score 800. Some, so it's time to shop. Whoever told you you don't need credit is an effing liar. Now, why I like that? He said, yo, I should have bought the Amazon stock, but I bought the watch. But watch what he's saying. Everything I ain't doing ain't perfect. You know why I like that? Because we ain't going to always do the perfect thing. But he's cognizant of the fact that he need, he need to go buy some Amazon stock. You know what I'm saying? Should I bought the house before the whip, but I had the cop. But look what he's saying. My credit score 800 now, so it's time to shop. House shopping. You know what I'm saying? And whoever told you don't need credit is a lie. So shout out to Larry June, man. You know, this coincides right with what we saying, man. Um, so let's go, man. Yeah, he do. Like, I don't, we on episode 52. I think Larry June probably is the, I use him the most. 
him and Jay get the mo- him and Jay get the most out of me. All right, let's go a little further, man. So, man, listen, man. Tonight's episode was amazing. And tonight we talk about a new movement. So I want you to understand something. I want you to understand that the refreshing life that has eradicated the strife, it is void, oppressive turmoil, and lack will only be captured when we make the decision to relentlessly invest our money. You cannot buy your freedom back by saving. And if I'm being honest with you, and I'm a man of God, and I'm a praying, I'm a praying man, but I truly believe that your freedom can only be acquired with cash. Freedom on earth. Freedom on earth. We must have this uncompromising distance from our financial oppressors, y'all. Like, we can't say, I want to be free and still love everything that is oppressing us. I got a blueprint to be a millionaire in five years, and the first two years is the hardest because the first two years, you got to separate yourself from what has been oppressing you. We must not take pride in material facades that America put in front of our face, the illusions of wealth, the illusions of success, because it's those, it is those illusions that keep us shackled. It is those illusions that keep us shackled. It's a, it's, America says, the stats said that 90% of black people in America, you represent the unemployment rate. America says that black Americans and uh, Hispanic Americans are on a lower totem pole when it comes to earners. So why is it that I'm seeing a bunch of us on the media saying we got money? Somebody lying. And I've always been a person that believed the data before I believe an individual. The victory that we embody, the freedom that we desire, they are aligned. They are aligned. But I want you to understand something. A life that you have sacrificed for has a prize worth basking in, blissfully enjoying the freedom, blissfully staying on those vacations until you get tired of the scenery, blissfully being able to control your 24 hours. The sacrifice that you make today is worth that. It's worth that. What does success look like? What does wealth look like? Not the illusion, but what does it really look like? Man, when I went to Aruba, man, to just jump off that that harbor into that salt ocean water, it felt so good. I felt free. I laughed and joking. I took y'all with me on that journey, but I felt free. And all I did was sell $30,000 worth of options contracts to buy my first class ticket and to buy that thing for a week. Freedom that you desire is on the other side of the risk that you are willing to take, but it's tied to the anchor of the things that you often buy that keeps you in poverty. 
And the reason why I say you're in poverty because you ain't free yet. Most of us are rich slaves. Or they may have to, to bleep this, but a lot of us be house niggas. You know why I say that? It's because we get a little bit of material things. We get an extra spoon on the plate. We get to eat with the good utensils. And we think we better than the rest. Your clothes are a little bit different. You ain't in the field. You ain't being judged by how much cotton you picking. You ain't being judged by how much tobacco you picking. But you still a slave. You still a slave. Because the men and master throw you back out in the field. The minute that good paying job get taken away. The minute you realize that that 401k ain't what you think it is. The minute you realize that retirement, that retirement ain't what you did because Uncle Sam ain't get his yet. The, realize, the moment you realize that, yeah. But when we change the game around and we start saying, yo, I'm investing for my freedom. I'm learning for my freedom. I'm setting goals to give back to my community that I love. The dollar amount not being an issue. Abundantly paying my tithes. Abundantly paying my offerings. Abundantly donating. Abundantly. Not worrying about I can only. Abundantly doing it. Abundantly saying, yo, this is the place I want to go visit. That's where I'm going. Abundantly giving your kids opportunity. Abundantly giving your nieces and nephews opportunity. Abundantly not having money issues in your marriage. This is the type of freedom I'm talking about. Y'all, I ain't talking about just having money for myself. No, I, I listened to ET the other day, and this made so much sense to me. He said, I need to be a billionaire, not because it's for me, but because there's some things I need to do in the community that's gonna cost me some money. He said, I'm flying kids to Dubai, I'm flying kids to the Super Bowl, I'm giving kids experiences. I'm giving, I'm giving back to, to women with kids and getting them jobs at, at, at the airport now. So for me, I look back, I'm like, all right, bet. I need to start understanding that, like, as we buy back our time, you get more opportunity because time is the real freedom. Time is the real wealth. Time is the real luxury. Not the money. Not the money. We want to put ourselves in a situation where facing financial issues be a small mishap and not a misfortune. It'd be a mishap. Like, all right, better. Not a, oh, man, I don't. But here's what I want to do. I'm not going to stay here long, but I need you to understand, understand something. We fall, we fail, we suffer, and we struggle. But in the end, with commitment, financial endurance, we can prevail. And it's not just us we doing it for. It's for our bloodline. It's your boy, Wall Street Trapper, man. Philly, we're going to see y'all tomorrow. Trapping Tuesdays, episode 52. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. 
Make sure y'all share this. Make sure y'all download the app. I mean, download every episode y'all can. Let's get us up, man. We appreciate y'all. Philly, we gonna see y'all. Baltimore, we gonna see y'all Thursday, man. I love y'all. Y'all have a good night, man. Get your tickets to the tour. Get your tickets to the tour. Get your tickets to the tour. I just got my VIP tickets in Houston. I see you, Gary Graham. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good night.